Welcome to Comedians Talking Sports presents Comedians Talking Baseball, the podcast in which we specifically talk baseball. Normally, we talk about all sorts of stuff on this podcast, but this week, every Sunday, we do it this way. Where it's been a while, man. You, feel, you see, hear the rust on my voice? Yeah, we had a little bit of an all-star break ourselves. We did, and this uh, on this podcast, we're going to recap the whole first half of Major League Baseball. Mm. The all-star game is just a couple days away. Uh, we'll see if we're right on our picks. We had several picks. We had a, we've been doing picks. We've been doing picks where we think who the all-stars are, but it changes week to week. Things you change a, fast. You got a guy like a John Lester, who was the pitcher of the month in June, first start in July, gets shelled. You know, you got soberest Mr. May. Mr. May and terrible in June. So there's a lot of sad stuff about the Cubs that there's, we'll get to later. There's way too much sad stuff about the Cubs. But you can follow the podcast on Twitter, at Comedy Sports Pod. Uh, give us a like on Facebook. That's Comedians Talking Sports with Joe Kilgallen. Uh, this is my co-host, Mike Bridenstine, Socrates Brito. Hey, buddy. How are you, Brido? What did I call you yesterday? Red Mamba? Yeah, man, that's what I wanted to lead off with, because <laughs> I thought that was a great nickname. We, were, we got our little uh, texting chain we do. It's a texting group <laughs> chain, whatever we're, it is. We're adorable. We are adorable dorks. <laughs> and you called me Red Mamba, a.k.a. Joey K, because I think I said something uplifting. that You had day. stayed positive throughout the Cubs-Pirates game, even though uh, I was 100% sure the Cubs were going to lose the game. And you were, you were, you were right there. You were like, they're going to they're gonna pull it out. I was trying to be optimistic because, you know, what's that old thing when all of those around you are losing their head, but you could keep yours or something? Mm. There's something I think that's in a, it's a Leonard Skinner song. Okay. Simple man. She the, says, you know, son, when you could do this, be a simple kind of man. I don't know what it was, but I was trying to do, because I, I was starting to lose it earlier. Then Brendan McGowan aren't they said. Like, aren't they like racist, that band? Leonard Skinner? I, yeah, I mean, they had the, the what's it called? The they Confederate a, flag. Yeah. The that's stars pretty, and bars. Pretty racist. Pretty racist. I never thought of them as a racist band, but yeah. I'm sure, in I mean, Birmingham, Sweet it, wait, Home Alabama. In Birmingham, they love the governor, boo-hoo-hoo. It's a pro-George Wallace segregation. Uh, yeah, I think because that was a response to... Neil Young. Neil Young, who's Canadian, who probably did not like Alabama. I think he trashed Alabama. Yeah. And so then they wrote the song Sweet Home Alabama afterwards. That's the thing about how that song, that, though. How is can that, you be racist and write Freebird? But I guess you can be. Uh, just being a hypocrite in general? Sure, that's the racism at its core. I'm a hypocrite in general. <laughs> that definitely sounds like the chorus to a hit soon. Look at me, I'm Weird Al Yankovic over here. <laughs> but we're back, man. We had a little layoff. You were out of town, I was out of town. Fourth of July weekend. Went to Okaboji, Iowa. A lot of in Highly recommend it. I went to Chicago. And Highly the- recommend Chicago. <laughs> I was an officiant. At a wedding in New Buffalo, Michigan. Oh. Which is just over the Don't Michigan. Don't recommend. Board. No, it's I've, nice never, little, I've never been there. It's a nice little lake town. It's only an hour and a half away from Chicago. Look at all these little lake towns that we've been to. Chicago. Yeah. You were at a river town, I, I believe. No, it was Okaboji. It was a lake. Okaboji. It's a Native American name, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it means. It sounds Hawaiian. Like the island of Okaboji. There's also an Okeechobee in Florida. No, there's not. Lake Okeechobee. Don't, don't be that guy. Listen. All right, listen. So speaking of weird names, you gave me the nickname the Red Mamba, which I instantly loved. Yeah. And I've gotten many a nickname over my what life. Are, what are some good ones? Okay, uh, Sean Flannery, who's been on this podcast. Love Flannery. His wife referred to me as the Irish Rose. Oh. Which is like I was a boxer, because ah. I, I got into some scrapes back in the day, everybody. Yeah, for like Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> and so the Irish Rose I like, because I like the idea of wearing like... Uh, Ireland trunks, green, white, and orange trunks, and like the Irish rose like across my robe. That boxer never wins, though. Probably not. No, not, not since the forties. Not does since that boxer James win. Braddock in the movie Cinderella. Man. <laughs> and then uh, exactly, I've had some really dumb ones. What was I called? Special K in high school. Special K. That meant you were special. That's what they thought. And but drugs. It was, it's also a drug. It's a drug. Which and I did a not cereal. Know. Let's not forget the cereal. 
You know, the, the fact that it was a drug almost got me in trouble. I was in Lincoln Park, and I got caught publicly they urinating. Me, they called me Cocaine Joe. Yeah, Joey Coco. <laughs> I, was, I was peeing in an alley off of Lincoln and Fullerton behind that McDonald's there. It's a good and, place uh, for you. Undercover cop car pulled us over. I was with uh, my now wife and a few friends. And the guy was talking to me, and he's like, uh, your name? And he was writing me a you know, public urination ticket. I'm like, this mm, sucks. You know, I'm trying, how do I charm that, my way out of this? That's a sexual... Uh, Depending where you are, not in Chicago. It depends on yeah. what some parts of the country have it that way others don't. What's weird is that Joe squatted down for that. It's, you know, I didn't want to get any black backsplash. Don't you know the tie-in-your-shoe trick? Where you, look, you bend down like you're tying your shoe and you just kind of pee away from you? That's what I should have done, but I kind of just, I was confident. I was feeling good that week. I'm like, I'm untouchable. Just swaying back and forth. <laughs> and uh, as the cop was asking me my name again, my name goes, any aliases or any nicknames he <laughs> said, which is weird because I didn't say anything, but my one dumb friend yelled out, Special K? He said it like in a real like chachi way. Uh-huh. And I was like, you, I looked at him and they kind of like, Special K, why do they call you Special K? Because that's a drug. And it was like, that was at the height of Special K's. This was like 2005. What is talking. Special K the drug? Uh, isn't it kind of like a PCP type of deal? Am I way off on that? I, you got me. I don't know. Okay, if you're a big fan of the show, it is tweet four at tw- us. It is 420 right tweet now. Tweet at Joe Kilgallen <laughs> at Bride. It's exactly 420 on a Saturday here. You're listening to this on a Sunday. And, uh, yeah, so right when he said that, I'm like, you moron. I want to get him to get in some trouble from this. But the officer was like, why do they call you Special K? And I thought quick on my feet. I was like, well, I was a pitcher in high school. And when you strike someone out, it's a K. My last name starts with a K. So <laughs> they kind of did like a double meaning there. Yeah. The officer was like, oh, yeah, what high school did you go to? I said, St. Pat's on Chicago's northwest side, Belmont and Austin. Ripped up the ticket and said, you have a good night, which means he was probably alumni. Oh. Yeah, got real lucky there. Okay, it's ketamine, hydrochloride. That's what it is? Yeah. Do you smoke it? Uh, powder. Most, it's most commonly snorted. Or do you snorted. shoot it like the pros? You can shoot it. You can take it orally or a pill. Sounds like ecstasy to me. If that pretty much does, right? Ecstasy's uh, <coughs> what's that? MDMA. Yeah. Pure cut. It's called Molly. Yeah. If you're cool with it. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, Special K was a favorite nickname. Joey K was one. Um, when I was a very little kid, my my family called me Joe Bear. Oh. You know, I was a cute little like three or four. As a matter of fact, when I hit kindergarten, they had to tell me my last name's Kill Gallon <laughs> because I I thought my last name was Bear. They were worried I was going to get lost, and the officer would be like, "What's your last name?" And I'd say Bear. So they didn't get me off of that. But Brido, besides, you, were, you already go by a great nickname, Brido. That was given to me in Chicago by the late, great Pat Bryce. Great nickname, great man, Pat uh, Bryce was. Yeah. Uh, Seriously, real quick, if you have time, because I think this is actually, we're nearing the anniversary of it Chitty, is Chitty almost, Chatty yeah. Ratty Patty's death. Yeah, it is almost. This is a guy you were really good friends with, a guy I looked up to, and then a guy I had the privilege of becoming friends with. Get deep. Get deep. I, uh, Rizzo, I bath, Rizzo, he nah. went 375 and Sorry, caught we're, we're by commentating on the Sorry. game while we're watching it. <clears throat> I hate Sean Rodriguez so I much. I never liked him at all. He made a nice play at short yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, Pat Bryce was, uh, when I started stand up, I think he passed away. I would have been like seven months in when he died, but I got to do a couple shows with him. But he was also on the first show I ever got booked for, and he killed him. I'm like, this guy's amazing. He's from Chicago, he's Irish, although he's a Sox fan, he's from the South Side, but he's from there Bridgeport. There's yeah. a lot of similarities there. And, uh, and he, he died what would have been almost nine years ago. Uh, Dude, nine. It's coming up on nine. Coming up on nine years. That's, that's crazy. He was a and monster. He was so fun. If you stage. guys have time, look up Pat Bryce uh, clips on YouTube because they're still there and they're yeah, hilarious. Absolutely. I go back to them every now and then. Absolutely. You What's your that. favorite one? Uh, the one he did at the Globe where the Lion's Den used to be uh, when he talks about watching. The Family Feud? Family Feud. But he had, I mean, he had so many great bits. There's a guy he made up, uh, a baseball player that guys used to talk about. And, like, he talks about, like, 
ever all these Irish guys like, hang out like and they their stories are so embellished. <laughs> and there's a guy named Padai O'Shea. One time he reaches out, hits the ball. He decides it's only going to go for a triple. So he reaches out and hits it again over the fence. Oh, that Zobrist. one. Zobris. got it. a bomb. I'm bu- just butchered that joke. As That's I fine. I, I was kind of a save for you there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird. That pirate fan caught the ball and then immediately kissed his pirate fan girlfriend. You don't catch a home run of the other team and then celebrate by making That's out. That's somebody who doesn't know the rules, folks. Ah, see, I don't, I, look, I don't know where you live if you're listening right now, obviously. We're not, you're not in front of me. But we, I want to know, what do people were. think about throwing the ball back? Because that's not just a Cubs tradition. There's a lot of teams that when they catch it, they do throw the ball back. Yeah. Because you don't want the other team, that is. It's mostly a Cubs thing, though. I think the Cubs are most famous for it. I don't know if they started The whole idea not. is if someone from the other team hits a home run, you don't want that as a souvenir. You throw it back. Yeah, get this a, junk out of here. Yeah, yeah. And then there are some Although people who think people, it's really dumb. Most people carry a, uh, carry a, a dummy ball. ball. And then they throw the dummy ball back. Yeah. And That's you can see so. the players like looking at the ball and being like, this is not a major league ball. What, yeah. What, uh, to wrap up the Pat Bryce thing, though, uh, God, man, I think my favorite joke, I, did, I always love the – what is it? How do you say it? Uh, Aaron Building Crumbling Show. Oh, yeah. He, he was talking about how Aaron, great. Aaron Water. That's a blurred bit. The too. Aaron Water Show. He was talking about how uh, in Chicago every summer, in a lot of cities all, all across America, they have an Aaron Water Show where the military comes in and does all these cool tricks and there's boat tricks in the water. And it's, it's really a fun thing. And he talked about how great America is the fact that we have Air and Water Show where we show off like a, a B-52 bomber goes overhead and everyone cheers. We cheer when that thing flies over. We wave over. to it. We wave to it. Where in other countries, if a B-52 goes overhead, guess what? Barbecue's over. You know? <laughs> yeah. In Iran, they don't wave at a B-52. They duck and cover. In other countries, they don't have air and water shows. They have air and building crumbling shows. There was That's a, a very fast, non uh, passionate delivery I gave to that great he, bit. He got, we're both ruining this. We are both ruining. <laughs> People are listening going like, this Pat it Price is really hard. Funny in to fairness me. to both of us, it is impossible to do somebody else's bit correctly. Yeah, it really is. Because you're, you're thinking of it differently. You're laughing. You're thinking about the person. I, um, yeah. No, totally. And then we're also trying to get back to baseball talk. Uh, with the throwing it back thing, uh, are you a fan of it as a tradition? I've never gotten a ball. If I ever caught one, I would love... But what's more, what would you rather say that you have done? Have a home run ball hit by, you know, somebody on the Pirates. Like, let's say some shit ball on the Pirates. Would you rather have that ball or would you rather say, I've thrown one back at Wrigley? See, I'd rather throw one back at Wrigley. Okay. And I mean, I've thrown some back at Wrigley. I've gotten three balls in my life, so what's another? My buddy Travis, Donkey, you know who this is. Four. Got... Eight balls by the second inning at his son's first. I, I texted you, you that told game. Me that's so insane. Man. Because people, they come back to the dugout, they see a little boy sitting there who's six, and they roll him the ball. I, would, I used to have a joke about how I would never do that. Because, <laughs> no, I remember I, I, when I caught a ball, the first ball I ever got, a little kid asked me for it, and I said no. And a couple people <laughs> yeah, around me, a couple, I used to joke about it, a couple people around me immediately were giving me guff, saying, hey, give the kid the ball, give him the ball. I'm like, no. When I was his age, nobody gave me a ball. Right. So, and guess what? I finally got one on my own, and it feels that much better. Let's work for some stuff here. You, you don't know? tell the red mamba to give up his ball? Hell no. Look, I'm all for a safety net, a social safety net for us as a society. But I'm not in giving balls away welfare. Okay? Yeah. I don't prescribe to that. Yeah. Or subscribe to it. I don't or, do either. Or either. Or believe it. I don't, I don't scribe to it. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't scribe it down in walls. I don't have a scribe. Some, that one day, hopefully, this young child... He's probably about 15 now. Maybe oh, that, he's going to games with his girlfriend. That kid, uh, I just wanted you to know, has cancer. Son of a gun. 
I should have said something. Now, yeah. listen, I, one day, this kid's going to catch a ball on his own, hopefully, and he'll think about me, and he'll be like, damn it, I'm glad I got to do this for real because it feels so much better to have accomplished it on my own instead of just having some, some handsome redheaded man give me a ball when I was a child. I went to Royals Stadium pre-Kaufman, and a foul ball hit by Ricky Henderson of the Oakland A's hit the woman next to me, like two seats down from me, in the hand and broke her diamond off of her wedding ring. Oh, her engagement ring. Wow. I was the little kid sitting there. Someone gave that bitch the ball. <gasps> what? Because her wedding ring got hit by a Ricky Henderson foul ball. That was, that was it going pretty hard? Otherwise, it was a, a screamer. It was, okay, a it was a screamer. screamer. That's going to bust Down the diamonds. first baseline, yeah. Yeah, that's going to. And, and Ricky had that violent swing, too. He really did. Yeah. What, what was his nickname? I don't never, remember him he having never ha- He never had one. How does he not have a great nickname? Let's go See, back I to the nickname. I, I was, was saying in my, in my blog earlier uh, this year, I was saying that the Oakland A's don't have any of the old Philadelphia A's retired or even acknowledged their numbers at, like, at, the, the, Coliseum? at the Coliseum. Well, I'm going up there less than a month. It's a shit bag, Well, right? someone come with me because I got to go because it'll be uh, – I, I think go. I'm leaving town that around – but I okay, would like okay. to go. But where was I going with this? Oh, so, I mean, like, John McGraw said that they were, like, a white elephant in, like, the fucking teens or, to, or like, or That's 100 years. That's yeah. on their shirt. So they haven't changed a single sleeve. thing about themselves since they were in Philadelphia, like, in 1901, right? So to me, it's like, if you're not going to acknowledge any of the old A's, like the Jimmy Foxes or, like, the Lefty Groves, then you're not the same team. Look at the, the San Francisco Giants honor the New York Giants. Why don't the Oakland A's acknowledge the Philadelphia A's? Or they should change their name entirely. Guess who grew up in Oakland? Ricky Henderson. Call themselves the Oakland Rickies. I like that. But also, Ricky Henderson grew up in Oakland? He did. No idea. He was born in Chicago. He was born in Chicago. I thought he had grown up in Chicago, at least for a little bit. Grew up in Oakland. He played high school baseball in Oakland. They should change. And I want them to change the name of the American League West to the Nolan Ryan division since three of the five teams have retired his number. That's pretty cool. Like, do like what hockey does. Hockey yeah. used to, I don't think they, or maybe they're bringing it back, but they would call each division after a player. Like right, the they, like, the Cy Young Award is cool. It's not called Best Pitcher. Like, they have, like, the Smythe Award. They have, like, you yeah, know, in Smythe, hockey. Yeah. I like that. That's something the Stanley we, Cup. We could fix baseball or make it even better. Make if baseball just, fun again, Bryce Harper. Yeah. I like that idea of renaming. Also, I like the idea because I was watching Believe Land. On yes. the podcast, uh, a couple podcasts ago, I did a two-parter because I wanted to honor the city of Cleveland for finally winning a title. Yeah. And I had Rhea Butcher and Ryan oh, Dalton the Indians on. cannot be called the Indians. By well, the that's what we were talking about. And, you know, the Cleveland Browns were originally named after Paul Brown, their legendary coach. That's why they were the Cleveland Browns. Okay. And the Cleveland Indians actually were named the Indians because their best player when they were the that's, Spiders. That's, that, that's not true. I've looked this up, and there are some sources that say it's 100% true and 100% not. The Braves are called the Braves because their uh, owner was a member of the the fucking— there there used to be this big society, this big national society named after this Native American that was like kind of America's mascot before George Washington was a thing. I see. And they had— like their logo for this club, this political club, like a Tammany Hall type of thing. Oh, might have been Tammany Hall. But anyway, yeah, Tamin, Taminand was the Indian. There it is. So he was a member of Tammany Hall, the owner of the Boston Braves. So they named it the Braves because they wanted, like, Boston Braves. There was, like, alliteration in that. And that year the Braves, like, went from last place and won the World Series. They were, like, way out of it. 
So that year, the Spiders, actually, they were called the Naps, the Cleveland Naps, after Nap Lajway. Yeah, who was the best Native player. American. No. Yes, he was. So they named themselves the Indians because they wanted a Native American-themed name also to go from last place to win the title. I see. But the Naps, that guy Nap was Native American. Nap Lajouet? That yes. doesn't sound French as fuck to you? Well, I mean... Napoleon Lajouet? <laughs> I don't know. I thought Okajigawagwa, whatever the hell town you went to, also <laughs> sounded a little... Uh, Japanese to me, if anything. Okaboji? Yeah, sure does. I've read several things on this. They had a player I, but who was Native American on the Spiders, but it's like that Spiders team was the worst team of all time, so why would they honor one shitty dude who had like some Native American blood? It's just like what they, they say. they liked him. What's the game? Sokolese or something? Sokolese Brido? No, there was a guy. Let me... I gotta find this. I've talked about this on other things before. Um... There, there is a Wikipedia page where you can go to that tells you... Yeah, here we go. The name Indians was chosen as it was one of the nicknames previously applied to the old Cleveland Spiders baseball club during the time when Louis Sokolis, a Native American, okay. played in Cleveland. And it doesn't say the rest of it? That's just one sentence. The success of the Braves, though, here's yeah, where yeah, you yeah, come yeah. in. Yeah. A 1914 World Series may have been another reason. For, may have been another reason. See, there's, there's like four different theories about this. Anyhow, though... But they the were play the, people, on, the Redskins fans tried to say that like there was... Uh, no, that's just straight up racist, though. They're called the Redskins because they were called the Braves when they played in Boston. When Boston kicked them out of their stadium, they had to go to Fenway, where the Red Sox played. So they wanted to also keep their identity as a Native American team. So they went by the Boston Redskins. Then they moved to Washington, D.C., and wasn't the, the original owner known to be, like, kind of a racist, though? They had the southernmost Snyder's team in the United States, and they're the last team to have a black player, yeah. Yes. So that's enough evidence for me. <laughs> Just yeah. to, I wanted to add to your theme, though, of, you know, renaming the Oakland A's, the Oakland Hendersons Because Athletics is a stupid fucking name. It is. I think Houston Texans is a dumb name in football. The Bills is the worst name. Buffalo Bills? There's a picture of a buffalo on their helmet. There's not Buffalo Bill Cody on their helmet. They should, they're the Buffalo Buffaloes. Yeah, that's pretty Plus dumb, Plus, O.J. Simpson murdered his wife and Ron Goldman. <laughs> well, I thought that, that is a dumb name. But Houston Texans, I always thought it was dumb, too, because it's like the city and the state would be like the Chicago, Illinois. It's stupid. Yeah, but Texans think that they're their own thing. That, that is true. But how about we rename the Cleveland Indians after their latest, greatest player, who would be? Oh, wait. Uh, easily. The Cleveland Barringers. Tom Barringer, the movie Major League. <laughs> he laid down the bunt that led them to the pennant. Or the Sheens. The Sheens would be great, too. But I like, I like the Cleveland Barringers. Cleveland Barringers. Keep saying that out loud a few times. It Tell feels me good. Great. The I think Cleveland Barringers. If you're listening at home, say it with me. One, two, three. Cleveland, Cleveland Barringers. See, me and, you got to, me and you are fixing things. Yeah. And what would we name the, uh, the AL West? You got uh, Nolan Ryan. The Nolan Ryan division. What do you call the AL Central? Fred Thomas. I don't know. Um, who? Okay. I'm going through the it Tigers, in my head. You got Detroit, the Indians the have been terrible for a while. The you Cobbs. You're going to name it. Person, one of the worst human beings of all time. Right. Uh, Great businessman, though. Invested in Coke early. He did. The Georgia Peach got that money. He also fixed games and had it covered up by the league. He and Trish Speaker. Trish Speaker, another famous Cleveland Indian, member of the KKK. Is that right? That's why I think it's why it's his number's not retired by the Indians. Well, that was the one thing they did right. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Tigers honor Ty Cobb, one of the worst people ever. Yeah, I mean, this is something. The Cobbs. We're, I'm, we weren't you planning could, this. You could call it the Cobb Division. We didn't plan this. Cobb Division sounds nice, but people would freak out. People would. 
we didn't plan this, so why don't we give this one a week to think about, okay. and then next week we come back. Nolan Ryan, we already agreed with at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll attack the rest of them. Now, I want to go to nicknames. I know we tried to start with nicknames. Yeah. Red Mamba, I love. What were some of the nicknames you've had besides Brido? And what are your what, what, what are the favorite <sighs> nicknames of all time? Oh, my Third. favorite, like, in baseball? Yeah, baseball. Let's keep this baseball, because we could, you know, we could talk about the other sports, but that'll be a whole podcast. Nobody wants to hear an hour about nicknames. Okay. Donkey, your nickname is pretty good. Donkey's good. Oh, I got to give a shout out to Dylan. I met Dylan. Yeah, you met Dylan Brown. Guy. Great dude, Dylan Listener Brown. Listener Dylan Brown came to your Love show. Love that guy. I had a few cocktails with him. He's a, he's a fun dude. Smart guy, too. Lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked a uh, little Polly. Little That's, Polly side. He's a, he was my pledge son in college. Oh, yeah? You were in a frat? Yeah. Cool. Well, some schools you just have to be. I was the weird kid. No, yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> in a frat, but um, I, I met guys where I'm like, really? You were in a frat? Because don't, they don't have that douchey frat date rape vibe every and every year during rush there'd be like a kid that would come through that like and then we'd talk about everybody that we saw and they're like i don't know he was pretty weird have bridenstine talk to him <laughs> are you just the icebreaker guy no i was like i don't know i thought he was fucking weird but bridenstine might like him not too bad yeah <laughs> you know my favorite baseball nickname of all time is sandman no i like oil can boy oil can boy is a great one you want to know the reason he's called Oil Can? Here I do. It is. I do. His nickname know. has been reported as coming from his beer drinking days in his hometown of Meridian, Mississippi, where beer is referred to as oil. However, in a September 2012 interview, he said that wasn't strictly true. It was actually rot gut whiskey from the neighborhood Moonshire. So this is called Moonshire. a booze bag Boyd? Like Pretty much. Oil Can Boyd because he was a booze bag. Oil Cam Boyd uh, had a record of 78 and 77, 1 over 500, 4.04 ERA. Played on three different teams from 1982 to 1991. He was a black guy. Yes, he was okay. a black guy. 90 to 91 Expos and finished his career for the Texas Rangers in the 1991, second half of 91. <coughs> the one I sent you, the, my favorite right now Lefty. is. No, he's a righty. I don't know how to say the guy's first name, but his last name is O, O-H, on the St. Louis Cardinals. He's a rookie reliever from, he's a Korean guy. I think his name is like Seishuan or something. Anyway, his nicknames are Stone Buddha. I like that. And The Final Boss. The Final Boss. Because he's a reliever. Ah, that's cool. It's like a video game thing, too. Yeah. And they kind of playing up like those. <laughs> yeah. You ever see that? Relievers that have great, called? Sandman is a great nickname. I mean, like Catfish Hunter. Catfish Hunter is a good one. What was, um, didn't Lee Smith have a good nickname? I don't remember Lee Smith. But on, if you go to Baseball Reference, it always gives their nicknames. Yeah, no, Baseball Reference is great for that. They call Manny Machado the baby-faced assassin. Really? Yeah. That's kind of a cool one. I, I still think the greatest nickname of all time for baseball, maybe for sports in general, Randy Johnson. Oh, the, the big, big unit. unit? Yeah. That was funny. Remember when there was, there was he no, was in those he, he Just for Men commercials? Yeah, yeah. And I remember when the Just for Men commercials came out. I was watching TV with my dad, and there was one, and it's like, Randy Johnson does not need to dye his hair to get women. His nickname is The Big Unit. If you can't get laid with the nickname The Big Unit, no amount of hair dye is going to help you. His name, along with Magic Johnson, are severely underrated. Magic Johnson's a great nickname, too. You just for, think that's his first name. For sexual connotation, though, because Randy means what? Horny. Horny, that's right. And Johnson means your dinger. Your magic. Yeah. Gareth so Reynolds. Horny, horny dick and... I guess Magic Dick. Well, comedian Gareth Reynolds uh, had a joke about Magic Johnson. Of course, he beat AIDS. His name translates to Wizard Dick or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, wh why wouldn't a man? Is that ball deep? Get down. Get down into the gap. That there we go. It's a trip. Javi Baez. Trade bait or not trade bait?
Sometimes I think so. Sometimes I want to keep him forever. There are times, though, where I want to keep him forever, and then there are times where a guy in front of him walks on four terrible pitches. He swings at the first pitch, a foot outside, and grounds into a double play. And I'm like, what are you doing? I like he Are you ever going to, like, be the guy you're, you're – I think he's going to be a guy to me. I, th- I think he's going to be a really good player in Major League Baseball, but he will frustrate you at times because he's going to revert back to that just dumb spaz of a kid. A Manu Ginobili of baseball, if you will. <laughs> where you're like, this guy's great. And then I know where he drives into the lane and just throws the ball over his shoulder looking at nobody. Where you're like, what the hell was that? Take he, some riddling, you dork, you know? Remember when Ginobili uh, caught that bat? Yeah. <laughs> Which just made sense if you looked at him. He just looked like the type of guy. Yeah. Like, I catch bats in my country. <laughs> in the offseason, they come over the and catch your bats. Yeah. I'm talking about the animal bat. Yeah, he didn't catch an actual bat. But, yeah, Big Unit's a great nickname. The Big Hurt is a fantastic Big nickname. Big Hurt, yeah. That was the best thing Hawk Harrelson's ever done. The Big Hurt. That could be t- – I should have spent more time thinking about this. We need to give nicknames out to the players Sandman is great, though. Sandman is great, but why doesn't Clayton Kershaw have a great nickname? Claw. Or does he? Claw. Claw. Is that what they call him? They call him Claw. No. No. Not good. No. We've got some homework, you and I. We've got to come up with a good nickname for Clayton Kershaw. Back on my old podcast I did with Megan Gailey, it was called Naked Sports Live. I had a nice little round of success there. Yeah. Part of the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Chicago. Ooh. Had our, uh, one of our sketch videos on NBC Sports. Oh. Yeah. And uh, we gave uh, Wes Welker a nickname. <laughs> Wes the White Wonder. The White well, Wonder. Well, yeah, we were trying to give new nicknames to players who didn't have any nicknames. So I think we need to do that uh, baseball edition. Kershaw was in an interview talking about the movie Jackass, but he's so religious that he doesn't swear. So he was referring to it as jack butt, and people are like, what are you talking about? It's, he's so religious, he can't say the word ass. Ass isn't a swear, that's what they call a donkey. A jackass it's a technical specifically, term. yeah. A jackass, yes. Ass is in the Bible, Clayton. That is something to be so religious you can't say ass. And yet he was on an episode of New Girl in which they say ass many a time. Did he say it? No, he did not. But he could be around those who say ass. Bill Dickey was in the movie The Pride of the Yankees, and he's supposed to take like a called th- some maybe it wasn't that movie. It was another movie where he plays himself. He plays himself in like two different movies. Hall of Fame catcher Bill Dickey, who taught uh, Yogi Berra how to catch number eight, both of them, and uh, he, he was supposed to be called out on a third strike in a movie, and he refused to do it because he's like, I always swung <laughs> every single time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't look at a called third strike. I'm Bill Dickey. I love that. I love that. True to himself no matter what. All right. Let's recap the first half that oh, was. Oh, Alfredo Simon has a good nickname. What's his? Big Pasta. Big Pasta's good. Well, Big Poppy's a pretty solid nickname. Big Poppy too. is the, yeah. Big Poppy's a really good one. Big Poppy's up there with the big hurt. Any big. Anything big is kind of cool. That's why one of my favorite professional wrestlers was Kevin Nash because he had the nickname Big Sexy. And so does Bartolo Colon. They call him Big Sexy yeah, too? Yeah, they do. That's pretty good. That's like ironic in a way though. Nah. I could admit when a nah. man's good looking, but I'm not going to say Bartolo Colon's a good looking guy. Bartolo's a good looking guy. He's, he's, he's got a fun smile. I'll give him that. So Bartolo Colon's an all star. Now we got the all star nice game. Smile. I had a good transition there. Too, oh, so we got the, yeah, Colon's in the all star game. Colon's in the all star game. Uh, Guess where he had his home run this year? In San Diego, which is where the all star yeah. game is. Yeah, let him back. They should throw him in the home run derby. Who do you like? You like Stanton in the derby? I like Stanton. See, that seems, that seems so like obvious, out. though. Yeah. Like, Todd Frazier seems pretty good at the, the derb. I don't see him running back-to-back. He's not Ken Griffey Jr. Guess who's pitching to him? That was brother. Oh, yeah? yeah. It's his brother's name, Rod. I Todd, don't know. And Todd and Rod Frazier. <laughs> Todd and Rod. I will just say it is, yeah. yeah Even if it's not, it the is. the Simpsons. <laughs> it is now. Someone should tell his brother to change that name. <laughs> I like... Uh, Stanton seems obvious. Stanton does seem obvious. You're right. 
They have odds in Vegas. Corey Seager's got the worst odds. So for fun, Corey Seager's well in the fr- he's up against what? Who? Cruz and no Cano, right? Um, yeah, they seed him. So who's ever Trumbo? I mean, is is he in it or no? Ooh, Trumbo's a good. Trumbo's one. the one seed. Trumbo and Bryant, I think, have the most home runs in baseball. Are they tied, or did Trumbo just go past him? I day? think Bryant has as many home runs right now as he did all of last he's year. One less. He's got twenty five to twenty six last year. Pretty good. He's, well, he's going four. He's going yard right season. here. Don't worry. I, I wouldn't doubt it. If I call it's it, a great two strike hitter. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Chris Bryant needs a better nickname than KB. How about Gorgeous Eyes? <laughs> he is a beautiful man. You cannot deny that from him. All right. Uh, the, your first. What is your first takeaway from this first half of baseball? When you think about the first half, that we don't know a goddamn season. thing. Look how bad the Giants started. Look how awesome the Cubs started. And now the Giants are a game or two ahead of the Cubs. Two the two Cubs, games up on the Cubs in the actual. The like, Cubs are five and fourteen in their last nineteen games. The they sky were, is the limit for that team, but also I don't know what the fucking basement is for the cubs i don't know i mean here's the thing here's what we if here's what baseball if their starting pitching isn't good then what i mean yeah well because the first you know two and a half months of the season the starting pitching was ungodly good here's how good arietta is he has sucked what his last four starts and he's still had a really good first half yes he's still Hendricks, has had a, Hendricks is a top 10 pitcher in the National League. Hendricks is quietly having a really, really good season. Uh, you know, at one point, I don't know if it's still true, but at, at one point they had line drive rate by pitcher. Clinton Kershaw was number two. Hendricks was number one. Wow. And he gave up the least amount of line drives. His, FIP, his FIP is good. His ERA is good. His war is good. His he's whip a top, is pretty good, too. He's a top 10 pitcher. Top 10 in whip as well. Uh, also, you don't know what's going to happen with injuries. Did you call it? Did, Did you I call, call it? it? Did I call it? He's out. No, I caught it on the <laughs> warning track. Halfway into the track. Oh, like, Brian just missed it. That's like two-thirds of a good prediction by me. Too, too much topspin on the top hand. Yeah. Uh, so you don't know what's going to happen with injuries. Look at uh, Kershaw going on the DL. You don't know if that's like... I'll tell you what. If Syndergaard joins the DL, the Mets are really screwed. Well, because Harvey's out, but they've been playing well without him, so sure. Harvey wasn't contributing to that team much. He had like three good starts. Yes, I agree with you there. The thing, here's what happens with injuries, though, and it's, it's something that even smart sabermetric guys like us do. We tend to forget big picture with them. Uh, you know who the Cubs are missing right now? Besides Dexter Fowler, obviously. Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. We are missing him. That's, People an, that's forget. a good offensive piece yes, that we would like you, to have. You can get by. So, yeah, Harvey was terrible in the first half. And the Mets are, oh, right now at the season end of the day, the Mets would be in the wild card. Right. So, yeah, they're a playoff team. Mats without looks him contributing, like Mats could be hurt. Thor could be hurt. Exactly. But over the course of a season, yeah. you will. Yes, Harvey didn't contribute in the first half. But over the course of a season, the right. Mets will miss him. Harvey's war and his FIP are decent. His ERA is not, which means he's either getting babbipped or he's getting shelled. It looks like he's getting shelled. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen every one of his starts, but the few I've seen, he's given up a lot of hard hit balls. He's not, he doesn't have that swagger either. No. He's not pitching with confidence. Looks like a fat Nicolas Cage up there. He kind of does. It's like a chubby, chubby Nick Cage. I heard he was 26 and like, it makes sense because he's been around for like five minutes, but yeah, doesn't he look well, like he missed his whole second season? Doesn't too. he look old? He does look older. It's like when you look at pictures of Kirk Cobain, I always bring up Nirvana in a way, don't I? He never looked 27 to me. He looked like 36. Yeah. He lived a hard life. He's on, you know. A lot of heroin will do Heroin that doesn't age you very well. No. Heroin does crack. Crack so, also. So it was very unpredictable first half. I'm going to say, okay. What we thought we knew in May 1st, we <sighs> do not know in the early going of July. The Dodgers, look at their injuries. Just 
they had five starters on the DL. Can you imagine that? I mean, for all the, the Mets problems that they're having, they don't have five starters on the DL. No, yeah, that the is Royals and like have been decimated by injuries. The Mets are really have a lot of injuries. Uh, that was like it's kind of like uh, and really the Cubs have too. Fowler, yeah. since Fowler went down, the Cubs have fallen apart. People he, don't want to talk about that. Soler and uh, Stella, not huge pieces, but they're missing them hurts. Yeah. Rizzo missed a couple games there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and because of that, you've had to play like a this real weird scare with Bryant, too. Yeah, there's been, they've been shifting around. They have their defense. Soler's hurt. I mean, not that he, he was lighting the world on fire. No, but, but he's definitely a stick that could, could win you a game or two. The Cubs have played 20, they're playing 24 games in 24 days with injuries and t- like fatigue i just a couple a few a few extra inning games in there too yeah i'm looking for them to what do they need to do besides they need a bull, getting healthy they need bullpen getting healthy and getting a bullpen right would you trade for another arm i don't think so man like because adam warren looked good in his spot start too okay so one run into the sixth inning i are you comfortable with arietta in the postseason i am if we get the area we got in the second half okay of last general arietta Yes. Are you comfortable with Lester? Yes. Are you comfortable with Lackey in the playoffs? Yes. That's why we got him. Are you comfortable with Hamill? No. General Hamill? No. Hendricks? Yes. So I don't like those. So you Hamill need four is, out of five pitchers that I you're like, comfortable with, and, and you need four pitchers. Yeah, you, only, you don't need Want five Brido to blow your mind? The 1966 Orioles swept the World Series against the Dodgers. Guess how many people pitched for the Orioles the entire series? Two. Two in four games. <laughs> yeah, sure. Two guys starting two games going complete. That's not unheard of for the 60s. Well, the four four pitchers total. Yeah, four pitchers that's total. pretty, I mean. That's, that's remarkable. Yeah. You have four pitchers by the fourth inning now. Yeah, in some games. As a matter of fact, I was re-watching Cubs Cardinals highlights from the NLCS last year, and, or the NLDS, I should say. Uh, they yanked in that game four that they won to win the series. Hamill only went into the fourth. Ugh. They pulled him in the fourth. They pulled him in the fourth in both. Second and half, Hamill is terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is with him. He pitched okay his last game out, actually. The start before don't that, he, he got lit hurt. up. He got hurt? Well, yeah, but into the sixth, they were right there. Okay. That was a close game. They, the bullpen lost in that the game. The Pirates have a really soft schedule to end the year. That's kind of horrifying. It's a good thing we're up by seven and a half games, and if we win today, eight and a half. Yeah. Um, That's another thing, too. I think the Cubs were just we were just so spoiled with the fact that they were on a, a record-breaking pace yeah. in the first half. It was untenable. They were, yeah, they were on pace to win 125 games. And I don't. you and I talked about that. We didn't even want that. Look at what the Warriors, the Patriots that one year, the Seattle Mariners in 01. Cubs in 06. Cubs in 06. 1906 we're talking about, folks. There's some Red Wings. Yeah, 06, I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's know, weird that ten it's year, Cubs won 10 years around. ago. Did you guys know that? It's weird that we could talk about stats from the teens when it is the teens again. Yeah, crazy. I haven't been calling this the teens. I don't know. What do you call last decade? I call it the early 2000s, which doesn't sound right, too, because that only first the first few years. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're going to start with the 20s. We'll start with the 20s. Because like 100 years ago, they called it the aughts. The aughts, yeah. The 1908 Cubs. Yeah. Do they say it that way? The aught Cubs? I don't know. I also say 08, and people make fun of me for saying that, but I feel like... Why do they make fun of you? How else would you refer to it? 2008. You should, why not say 08? I say 08. Because I said, 09. I mean, I would say 88, 89. I didn't say 1998. Would I say 01? Yeah, I would, because I remember my sister graduated 2001 from high school. I graduated 2003. I would say class of 03, class of 01, class of 05, class no. of 09. 
Whoever you hang out with is stupid. Pittsburgh, you should let them know. Pittsburgh native uh, Ken Barnard. Ah, oh, well, he's a dumb dumb. <laughs> he is. He's a. You hear that, Ken Barnard? <laughs> Barnard. Actually, I remember when I first did a show with him, I was hosting. I was only doing stand for a few months, and I was just like, I, know, I said, I know facts about bars. I'm a Barnard. Yeah, that's what he, I said. I go, how do you pronounce your last name? Is it Barnard? And he goes, just say Barnard. Barnard. That's what it is. I'm like, okay. I love Ken Barnard. I love him too. I actually go to his house to watch football games during football Whose season. Whose dick does he have to suck to suck a dick around here? Is that, was that one of his jokes? <laughs> yeah, it always made me laugh. That is a funny bit. All right, um, another takeaway from the first half. So right now, I, I see a team emerging out of an AL Central that was very crowded there for a while in the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland Bears. Emerging? The Bearingers are... Well, they've they emerged... Four, yeah. Well, I'm talking about the first half as a whole, oh, okay. buddy. So they've emerged <laughs> in the fact that they've won 14 of their last 17 games. But do you trust that team if they're completely built around a staff? Or do you say they're this year's Mets? They might be. I, that's what I was going to say. They parallel to this year's Mets. Okay. A team that... So we're Cubs fans here on the podcast. You know that. There's no mistake. But we're also honest. Brido. Yeah. If the Cubs make the World Series, yes. what American League team would you like us to face? <sighs> I'll straight up tell you as, as you think of your answer. I do not want us to face Cleveland. No. I would actually rather us well, face... Well, the, tw uh, the Twins. <laughs> yeah, I'd like us to face the Twins. Or, yeah, or the A's. Um, yeah. Who yeah. else sucks? Seattle. I would like us to face the Boston Red Sox. I want us to face someone where they don't have any kind of hook or any kind of angle against us. Cleveland with, ooh, this is finally our year. We're Cleveland now. We've won oh. something. Or uh, the Texas Rangers never won a World Series, yeah, so I don't want to face Texas. Gross. I'd like Boston because it's like Theo versus old team. America would be rooting for us. I don't want any situation in which someone in the country is going to be like, no, the Cubs could wait another year. Let this just be the year of Ohio. What if it's the Blue Jays? We can say it's America's team, the Cubs. I like that. I'll take on the Blue Jays. I'll yeah. take on the Jays. They won two World Series in the 90s, right? They 92, don't, 93? They're a hockey town anyway, and their hockey team sucks. There are hockey Hall of Fames there. Yes, I've been there. It's nice. I have too. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely have to go with that. Well, these two jamokes have a show now. Colin Coward. I actually like Whitlock. I hate Colin Coward. He's the worst. He is the worst. How do these two have a show, but you and I don't have a show? I don't think that we're annoying enough. you got to be annoying enough, right? Yeah, well, that's how Coward did it. Shoot. He. Hey, it's the herd. He contradicts himself constantly. Yeah, it's just. He lives in a fantasy world where numbers and stats just, he picks and chooses which one he likes. He was doing a thing where he was comparing Jordan through age 31 to LeBron versus age 31, and he failed to mention the entire time that uh, Jordan missed most of the year with injury, and Jordan didn't play at all when he was 31. He retired at 30. <laughs> when he was 31, he bet at 202. He's trying to compare <laughs> LeBron's scoring average at 31 versus Jordan's when he, Jordan didn't have one, and it was really stupid. And, and whoever he is on, they're yes people, and when he does, whenever he does have an interview oh, like, run, Bill Burr was on once, and Bill Burr kind of called him an idiot once or twice in the Bill Burr way, not in a way where you're yeah, like, yeah. dude, you're being confrontational, but like, you know, what? Come on, you know? And... And Kirk Howard just was like, whatever. Did he just get hit by a pitch with the bases loaded? Uh-huh. Or did that make the bases loaded? All right, this is bad radio for you guys. <laughs> I apologize. That's why we shouldn't have the game on, No, actually. it's 2-1 to one now. My phone just told me before the TV did. That's the Oh, thing. I hate that. Oh, mine did, too. You know what, Lester? This is when Lester pisses me off, though, as a pitcher sometimes. Do you ever see it with him where you're just kind of like he, his temper? He almost like Zambrano. 
where he'll dominate an inning and one little thing will go wrong. He'll look at the ump. He'll look at someone else. He'll start to huff and puff. And it's like, dude, take a deep breath. And Are you telling you. me that he has mental issues on the mound sometimes? Yes. Is that why he can't throw anywhere besides home plate? Pretty much. Trumbo hit his 28th home run. All right, let's go to our awards. Let's give out some awards, huh? Okay. Got a low battery warning here, which is annoying. Right. Uh, MVP first half. I'm going to start with the National League. No, I'll start with the American League. I'm going Manny Machado. I'm going to go Donaldson. Better numbers. And uh, I think that the Blue Jays are now in second place. They're going to come on because that Orioles pitching staff cannot maintain uh, the, the pace that they're at. They they're not just going to hit seven home runs a game. I know that the Blue Jays are not much, but they have a Blue Jays have a better staff. Donaldson is a better overall player for a team that will eventually Donaldson overtake. Donaldson has better overall offensive numbers. I like the fact that Machado went from third to shore and being a team player. Sure. I think there's a lot of value. Oh, in the I would fact start both of them in the All-Star game, by the way. I would start Donaldson. I saw it in your blog. You made a good yeah. point with that. Um, on the NL side of it, I'll get right to it and say Chris Bryant. I know you're going to disagree, and I'm going to disagree with your disagreement. Clayton Kershaw. No. They are we, 14 and 2 I, when he pitches. God, they are so five games they are annoyed five. with you right now for saying Clayton Kershaw. Do you know why? Because I You're not even letting that. me like, spell it out for no, you. No, because I, and you don't deserve to let it be spelled out. He's I'm going to let you spell out. He's a yes, pitcher. Because we had a whole podcast Listen, about that I understand early your, in the I, season. I understand your argument. Would you understand mine? Yeah, let's hear it. But let me just say, though, I thought about Kershaw. He crossed my mind and immediately. I said, no. No, Joe, Brido and I just determined that pitchers have their own awards and therefore they don't get MVP. So I said no to Kershaw. I took him off my top five even. Okay. Most valuable. Are the, if the season ended now, would the Dodgers be going to the wild card game? Yes. They're five under 500 when Kershaw does not pitch. Yeah, he's incredible. Okay. <laughs> That's value. Sure. He's the GOAT. He is definitely the best pitcher in baseball, bar By now. a lot. By a lot. I know. Okay, but he's also position? on the DL right now. So, and it, here's my here's my problem. And if he comes back and isn't that good, who's had the best season in the American League? Mike Trout. Who's had the best season position player in the National League? Jake Lamb. Who's number? But he, Jake Lamb's on a shitball team, uh, the Diamondbacks. So I guess second best would be Bryant. I could say Bryant, yes, but since it's so iffy. I'm going with the most dominant pitcher in my lifetime, other than maybe Pedro. Okay, well, who's, who's your Cy Young then, Brido? I wonder. Oh, so it makes it less fun. Yes, that makes it less fun. That's why I didn't think you'd do that. Okay, let's say who should start the All-Star game then, since Thor's hurt, Kershaw's hurt, Strasburg's hurt, Bum. No, Strasburg came back yesterday. But he's not playing in the All-Star game. Oh, he said he won't And neither play is Mad Bum. So I would say... Probably Jake Arrieta then. No, Jose Fernandez. Oh, yeah, Jose Fernandez. I forgot or Cueto. Cueto XX having a great year. Cueto's the guy that comes out of the stomach in Total Recall. I would, yeah. <laughs> I would give it to Cueto. Okay. I'd give it to Cueto. Why not? I actually don't even want Arietta to pitch in the game. I, think I don't either. Day off. I don't think any of them should play. And Lester's like the only lefty because Mad Bum's not going to be pitching. Don't let him pitch. I don't think they've added a lefty. Okay, so did I say? Can I just say why I think it's Bryant? Yeah. Uh, he Look, leads the league in war. He leads the league in war, and he has done everything his team has asked. He's played he's multiple team. positions. He's, he's played at shortstop. First base, uh, third out, base, outfield. all three outfield spots he's had time. Yeah. And I think that's big. And he's on the best team. Right. And he's had his best well, stretch the, the Giants, while we've sucked. The Giants are the best team. Sure. But for the 95% of the first half, the Cubs have been the best team. Okay. I'm fair. I'm fine. I mean, I just think that, that you have a decent argument with Bryant. He's the second best position player. Jake Lamb has come on strong. Jake Lamb's been insane. He's been insane. He was very quiet in April, right? He was, yeah. 
But Goldschmidt, who was our pick, is slowly climbing up. He's there. slowly coming back too. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing too. That's what I love about baseball because you could have. There, look there how are, Mike Trout started that, when everybody was talking about how like Harper was the yeah, best. Yeah, he's still the best player. And now in look baseball. at now look at Harper's going through some shit right now. Harper's not. There's no way he becomes available via trade, right? Harper? No. Uh, Trout. Trout. They're talking about it. The Cubs would have to give up, like so fucking much. So it could be like the Bucks trading Abdul Jabbar to the Lakers. I mean, they would get a ton for him, but it's like, at what point does that become worth it? What do you give up from? I don't know. I th- I give up about five or six guys for a center fielder. Wouldn't we have Fowler? Well, we haven't. We don't have Fowler next year. Oh my God, dude! <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is what the fuck us. the Cubs have been doing lately. That errors. Oh man! And that was on a pickoff attempt. That wasn't a steal. That was a pickoff, right? It was a little league play. Son of a bitch! You know this is really starting to piss me off because. <laughs> They start off the game, they're up 2 nothing. you're feeling good. Lester hit a nice 1-2-3 first oh. inning, and this moron just chucks the oh. ball into the outfield. This is your, I mean, come on, Wilson Contreras. I've been sticking up for him lately, and I still feel like he's been calling a good game. I know our buddy McGowan was trying to say he's not. He doesn't like his pitch Ma- framing. McGowan is, I, which he's wrong on. His pitch framing's been fine. McGowan's the only guy in the world that still likes Miguel Montero. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel Montero should out. be fucking cut. I could steal on Montero. Miguel, come on, Montero couldn't throw out a guy in a game of running bases. That's how much he's so <laughs> Sucks right now. <laughs> Safe again. See, this is what the Cubs have been doing. They've been having my softball team did this in Chicago. You guys, you guys know, softball. know you're here We'd right have now? one inning this is the red in Mamba. which we would just throw the ball around like dickheads and nobody could rein it in. We'd all look at each other like, hey, do we want to stop doing this? And nobody would nobody would take the initiative. <laughs> and on a bullshit play like that, you, it's tied 2-2. Your pitcher's battling out of a jam, and you're going to try to pick a guy off from third fucking base with a right-handed batter in the box. One thing with a left when you got an open shot. I mean, come on. This is horse shit baseball right here. we got to get to the break. And Madden's got to be stopping. I love Madden, but sometimes I'm like, all right, quit being cute and start telling these fuckheads to stop being fuckheads. How much I, wanted to do, I wanted to be a clean podcast. I'm trying to be cleaner because I've got yeah. this fantasy about maybe doing real radio one day. Yeah, yeah. And now that's all gone off the, that's gone off the deep end. That's off the rails. <laughs> and I'm getting a low battery alert. No. You think Jacob Lamb is the greatest player of all time or Jake <laughs> Lamb, whatever his name is. He's a bum. Sacrificial lamb. All right. Buh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Buh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. He got that out of your system. All right. Well, you know what? Let's talk about what... We look for. You know what, though? I'll say this about the All-Star game, though. For the most part, obviously, Addison Russell should not be starting in the National League. No, he's like the eighth-best shortstop yes. in the NL. He should not be starting there. All those people I named in my blog are better than him. Yes. At 22, he's still good. I, I, I like him as a he's big He's young. He's very young. He's, he's a great defender. <coughs> he, not lately. Yeah, he had, he had, well, no one on this team is that good at anything lately. Nope. And, um, they started the All-Star break a month ago. Totally, totally. I like how you live and die each week, though. I'll say a guy, I'll say you do. Each yeah. week you have a new favorite player, a new this, a new that. Yeah. Why are you like that? You should change that. I don't like it. Because the stats <laughs> change. I don't have a new favorite player. <laughs> so I feel like you do. It's what have like, you done for me immediately? Yeah, that, that's, I'm like a Philadelphia fan. What have you done for me immediately? <laughs> well, I thought Chris Sale was going to be the side, but he had a bad start, so now I think he's the biggest piece of shit in the world. Two weeks from now, I think he'll be the side oh, again, though. Oh, come on. I, I, I feel that a little bit. You know it's this big sample size, right? You know there's 162 yes. games. Yeah, but, we, but listen, but we have a show today. All right, you're right. As well, Brian today, Kenny says. I'm just trying to find some positive light. You know, I keep that was the thing the with, bra- the, with the All Star break is coming. That's I know, the positive with, light. That's the only thing because so many of my Cub fan friends are just like, it's they're, they're, this team sucks. They're done. I can't, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, look, look, going into today, we had a seven and a half game lead. Uh, we're still like one of the, the second seed in the NL. 
Um, there's still a lot to like about this team. Obviously, the arrow is pointing towards hell. <laughs> it's not just pointing down. It's pointing beyond down. Well, we would play. And I know we're going to make trades. We would play the Nationals in the first round. Yeah, and Cub fans who are Johnny-come-latelys or who have short memories will say, well, the Nationals swept us last time, remember? And then you'll want to say, yeah, we swept them in a four-game series the yeah, time before. Yeah. So just well, people forget we got swept. We got swept in three games where Arietta and Lester did not pitch, just so everyone yes. is aware. And also in baseball, the best team often loses to the worst team. The Cubs had a bad stretch at the end of July last year, right. which included a three-game sweep to the Phillies in which they got no hit. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, they peeled off 18 out of 22. And then Arietta went, went ham. <laughs> yeah, Arietta went uh, Clayton Kershaw, to use your uh, hero's yeah. name. Oh, you don't think Kershaw? No, good? Kershaw's the best pitcher in baseball. Easily. If he's if he's so good, why does his back hurt? Yeah, if he's so good, why does he suck when it matters the most? Explain that one to me. I can't. He just gets tired. To be honest with you, I can't. No, nobody can. Same with David Price. It's one of those things, though. Imagine. Here's the thing. What happens this? Who's year? your AL side, by the way? Oh yeah, we even say that. I love Danny Salazar. I, I wanted him more than people were talking about Carrasco on a trade in the offseason. Yeah. I, I like Salazar better. Guess, I like who, that, that guess who has better numbers still? Quintana. Overall, mm-hmm. yeah. So he's your Cy Young. Not even in the All Star game. Either is Lamb, my NL best player, my yeah. AL best pitcher. Not in pitchers the get game. snubbed a lot for stupid reasons. Because, because you got to put you got to put somebody on the Twins on the team. I know, which is so dumb. I, is it like you think all? Is you that to get the, the Oakland A's on the team? Minnesota market. Is that to get the? Is that why they want yeah. every market across yeah. the country? So everybody, every fan has a reason to tune in. I mean, the NBA couldn't do that because you can't have thirty men <laughs> rosters, or you know. Yeah. I guess you'd do 15-15, but then you'd also you'd screw some people there. All right, well, there's a bad inning for the Cubs. Yeah. Anyhow, um, yeah, no, Quintana's great. I think he's, you know, the Sox have a, a great core to build around pitching-wise, I feel like. Uh, they just, they do too much patchwork. Like, why the back just, end of that rotation is garbage, but if Quintana's your number two, that is. Look, the White Sox should have just went into this year. Like, this is a full rebuild. Let's just, why are you signing Jimmy Rollins? Why are you, you uh, know, some of those moves. I mean, I guess that was a low-risk high Frazier was a nice pickup. He's not hitting, though. I mean, he's hitting home yeah. runs, but yeah. what's his OPS overall? 720? He's not. I mean, their only real position player who's <coughs> been that decent is Adam Eaton, and he's not, like, a good hitter. He They're usually, not. the back of his baseball card the last couple of years, he goes through his ups and downs in the season. I'll give him some credit, though, because last year, I remember one point being like, this guy's overrated. What's going on with Abreu, this though? Is his, I don't know. That's the mystery for them. If you're a Sox fan, you got to be like, what is happening here? Because he's only 29. This they, is supposed to be part of his prime. They need you know? to bring Drake LaRoche back. Just let him hang out with the let boys. Hang out. Maybe they liked him. Maybe he was, you know, hanging out at the pinball machine. I don't know what they got in their clubhouse. They I don't. I just don't understand. Though. I look at the Indians, and I look at the White Sox, and obviously the Indians have a better rotation as a whole. But and the Indians have been scoring, but it's like I don't understand why, and I don't understand why the White Sox cannot. The White Sox were setting the world on fire for the first month of the season. We we knew though that a lot of that was inflated, and that they were going to come back to the herd very the Colin the Colin Coward. <laughs> and um, hey, it's the herd. You know, we looked at advanced stats enough where there's enough on the wall where you could see okay, okay, there's there's some struggle there, and there's some struggle here, and here's why this is happening. What's that happening? Do you know that Chris Bryant's BAPIP is under 300? Is it? Yeah. It's like 298 or wow. 295 or something. There was like a little stretch where every ball Addison and Russell hit was like a screamer right, right at somebody. Sure. Hayward had that too. And I kept yeah. thinking, oh, he's going to come out of it any minute. There's just some stuff. That's why I like the advanced stats He hit 297 last see, year. You could predict a little further. You could forecast yeah. a little bit. The White Sox forecast didn't look that good. Going into the year, nobody really thought. People thought, all right, 500 team. And they're looking like about a 500 team. 
Now, the Royals and Indians I liked a little bit better. I even liked the Tigers to the be The Royals' projections, the past three seasons, like their Pocota ra- rankings or whatever projections, have always been god-awful. The and yet Royals. they just outdo him? Yeah, so then this year I'm looking at the Royals, I'm like, I don't understand. There must be some intangibles that the Pocota projections just don't gather then. Like heart? <laughs> well, I'm not saying stupid stuff like the will to win or whatever, but if they're wrong three years in a row, there's got to be something to it. There's going to be something the Royals do. If the do Royals go that. to the World Series this year, it would blow my fucking mind. Sure. This sure. is not the Yankees from, like, the 98 Yankees team. Some teams just find that knack to win, I guess. Yeah. They do. They, they are a great defensive team. They put the ball in play. They have deal great bases. Bullpen. They put the ball in play. They go first to third. I feel like every guy in that team, with the exception of maybe the catcher, could go first to third. I think like they have charisma. They got that swagger. I don't know. Some guys look like winners. That sounds stupid. I know that goes against us being, like, advanced statistics guys. But... I don't know. Maybe I've been watching too much basketball over the playoffs that it's letting me let that because some stuff works in other sports, like basketball. You could see it. Did you remember? Did you watch any of the NBA playoffs? Did I watched uh, Game Seven Warriors uh, Thunder, and then I watched a, a little bit. Well, of Game Seven like, Warriors Thunder, great example. I remember the Warriors. <laughs> the, the the Thunder was up for a while, then all of a sudden it got close, and right when it got close, you could see everyone on the Thunder's face. Right when the Warriors, I think, took like a one-point lead for the first time in the third quarter, you look on Durant's face. KD face, just doesn't look like a leader. They all just look like, oh, that's it. We're going to blow it now. They all look like we are going to blow it, and that is it. Oh, the OPS leaders, Goldschmidt, Harper, and Rizzo. Stanton, Votto, and Bryant round out your top six. That surprises me that his OPS, because his weighted on base, Harper's, is like not even top 20. It's a double. <laughs> Rizzo is an MVP candidate. He is. He's quietly, and people don't tell him that might be a triple. Throw, go three. Come on. A little stutter step at second. He's getting thrown out of third. Safe. Oh, he was ready to call him out, too. Oh, got guys. that foot in, baby. Got that foot in. All right, our battery is uh, dying out here, so sorry. Uh, it's good to be back podcasting. I'm glad you guys are listening. If you are, we thank you. Yeah. Share this with your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. All right. Uh, to wrap it up, what are, you, what are your second-half predictions? I'm sticking with the Blue Jays in the East. Uh, I think the Indians are... You know, the Red Sox are going to tank. But even though that, I don't fucking know about that. We don't know a goddamn thing till August 1st, folks. We don't know anything yeah, that's because the trade deadline. Yeah, the trade dr- dramatically changes the team. Look at the Mets. Right. Having Cespedes and Cespedes, David right yeah. back healthy. Cueto goes to the, the team. The Royals, yeah. Uh, I mean, and Cole Hamill goes to the Rangers. So, I mean, second half. But just to be fun. Okay. So I, I like the Cubs to turn it around. Yeah, I do too. So I would love stupid it. for me to say they get Andrew the team Miller. that has an almost eight-game lead on their division, which we I still spoiled. think is almost we the biggest. We got spoiled. Yeah. Are, are the Cubs going to turn it around, this team that's in first place by eight games at the All-Star break? Could they, <laughs> could they get it together? <laughs> Good God. All right. Well, that'll tie the game. There you go. And look at that. I mean, did it tie the game? No, no he didn't go. <laughs> what kind of camera work is that, by the way? That was the worst camera work I've ever seen. Is this good radio? I mean, I guess with one out, you're not going to risk that. This is probably bad radio. We, we shouldn't watch the We no, assume that we you're keep, watching we the keep, yeah, July watch, 9th Cubs-Pirates game, And this right? is out on July 10th. i got to apologize to you guys again for that. Uh, we like to have fun on the podcast. Next week, we will have I'm having the fun. TV off. Yeah, we Yeah, should. we're both drinking a Sierra Nevada, but we doubt have the TV off because it's really it's hurt the flow of the game. All right, um, my uh, second-half predictions, uh, like, again, I see the Cubs turning it around. I, um, I, I see <laughs> – you're right, I see a big – so I'm going to pick any players to be like, holy crap, they're going to go off in the second half. Um, who's, I, been, who's been underperforming? It's Stanton overall. Giancarlo, yes. I think he's in big. I think Harper's in a big second half because he's been underperforming. He has. Even though he's still awesome. Yeah. But as far as his uh, 
His power numbers go. It's underperforming. His home runs are down. Andrew McCutcheon? McCutcheon for sure. Yeah, there's that thing that, um, that people, a lot of announcers love using this one, the back of the baseball card. Yeah. Where usually by the end of the year, you see that. I remember like Aramis Ramirez had that one year where he batted 192 in the first half. He finished with a 290 batting average that year because yeah. he, he rebounded a huge second half. These guys will go back to what they're supposed to go back to. Yeah, McCutcheon's got to get hot. Uh, just looking at like people who've been good historically who are not. I mean, I know that McCutcheon's older. But yeah, Stanton has to get better. I, I think that with all of the Mets injuries, if they don't pick somebody up, you could see Miami kind of sneak in there. The Pirates have a soft schedule. You could see them Miami's sneak in there. Miami's a likable team. I don't know how long Kershaw's out and if that's sustainable that for them. That could hurt the Dodgers. I don't see the Giants keeping this up. The Giants? Yeah. Nah, there's, look, they, they got a great pitching staff. Uh, they have really two good, good pitchers. Bullpen. I don't know Samarja is not. Maybe, well, he pitches well in that ballpark. Yeah. I told people I told people he's going to do well in that ballpark. He went from that bandbox at U.S. Cellular Field on the south side of Chicago to that huge stadium out there. Be fair. Nope. Um, let's see. I don't think the Red Sox can score 15 runs a game. They girl. definitely need. They what player do you think? What, what's, the, what's your prediction for a blockbuster trade? And then we're going to wrap Andrew it up. Andrew Miller. You think the Cubs are going to get him? Uh, who are the Cubs giving up? For like three dudes. I think I don't think they need to give up. Uh, they're definitely not giving up Schwarber. They already said, and that'd be a horrible trade anyway. Yeah. I think they could trade. I think they might go big. I might. I, I think they're gonna surprise. I think you, we might see Miller, Chapman, and get this. Here's my third. No way. Um, Carlos Beltran, all going all to Chicago, for Ian Happ, uh, Torres. Uh, uh, Candelario, Candelario, and maybe even McKinney. C.J. Edwards? No, I think we'll be able to hold on to him. I'd like to see C.J. Edwards start to actually get some more meaningful innings. Okay, well, uh, the, the Red Sox are going to – they just got Ziegler. So that means and that – Aaron Hill, but is that a big move? <laughs> he's, they're going to have to – the Mets need a lot. Ryan Braun. Braun is, is going to be a tough trade. He's friends with ownership in Milwaukee. Luke is Roy is going to the Dodgers. But for who? I don't know. You're going to see Luke Ross Roy get Stripling. Moved. Ross Stripling. Pitching a no-hitter in the rain. Yeah. Who, I, I, I think Luke Roy does move to the Dodgers, though. The Dodgers need a catcher badly. Yeah, so at this point, like, it really sucks that you it's go Carlos from... Carlos Gomez move. Yeah. You go from April to now, and you think that you know. Then August 1st rolls around, and you're like, are you a buyer or a seller? He's safe. He's a hustler. <laughs> He needed that because he cost him that third run. There you go. He got, he got, <laughs> Contreras got the run back. Yeah, he got it back. When are we going to take his knee out again, Jung Ho Gong? Today. Because <laughs> he's it's sexual illegal. assault. Did you hear about this? Jung Ho Gong? Yes. He's the Chicago police. They're looking at him for sexual assault while he was in Chicago. How did you? I can't believe you missed the story. I, well, I was in Chicago it, yeah. at the time. We'll what? talk about that next week, though. This was supposed to be our first recap. recap. Then we'll get into sexual predators next <laughs> week. And then we'll also talk about what we're going to rename the divisions. And um, what else? There's a couple other things we want to get into next week. I mean, well, we'll recap the All-Star game. We've got a lot of fun yeah. stuff for you. Uh, I'm just the podcast. General, there's not going to be a lot of baseball between now and then. But No, you know. there's not. But we'll definitely have, we'll have some fun stuff for you. We don't have a bridal blows your mind this week. Well, I guess he did with that well, Baltimore yeah. Orioles thing. <laughs> you um, were like one pitcher. Check out his, po- <laughs> his, uh, the latest blog I, I tweeted about on the Comedians Talking Sports page uh, at Comedy Sports Pod. It's uh, Angelina on the outfield. He talks yeah. about who made the All-Star game and who should have 
made and, and or by started this point, in that place. Some of it's a little bit old. It's a little old, but you'll appreciate it nonetheless. It's a good read. And uh, again, uh, write us a review on iTunes. It really does go a long way. And uh, thank you for listening to Comedians Talking Sports presents Comedians Talking Baseball. <laughs>